You're listening to West of Middle East, a podcast about changemakers from the Middle East diaspora living in the West. I'm your host, Shuka Kalantari. In each episode, we hear from Middle Eastern immigrants and first-generation Americans who make it their careers to create positive change. West of Middle East is created by the Neda Nobari Foundation, an organization supporting dynamic projects in pursuit of social justice. We change the narrative about what the Middle Eastern diaspora contributes to the West. We go beyond stereotypes to create a cultural bridge. In season one of West of Middle East, we begin to build this bridge in California. In this episode, we go to the city of Oakland to hear from the lead singer of Afghanistan's first rock band about how music can bring communities together. Check one to check. Suleiman Kardash and I are in a rehearsal studio in Oakland. Suleiman is the lead singer and guitarist of Kabul Dreams, Afghanistan's first rock band, now immigrants in California. Suleiman picks up a guitar and plays me a song off their newest album. I cannot decorate this pain for you, my brother. I stand by the mirror, see the pain under my skin. I give Suleiman says he hopes his music will teach people here in the U.S about the many good things about Afghan people and culture. I mean, if a kid in California finds out about Cobble Dreams being from Afghanistan, but being right now in Oakland, you know, Oakland-based band, if they listen to our music and they say, oh, wow, I like their music, I think that's a big change for me. At least I'm pretty sure that they would change their perspective about where we are coming from. That would help on a bigger scale. That would help to change his mind about the immigrants, people from different backgrounds and different religion or maybe non-religious people. Suleiman's band moved to the U.S. in 2014 after receiving multiple death threats for being in a Western rock band in Afghanistan. Two years later, Suleiman wrote the song Saturated Hope about displacement and having to leave your home country. Sometimes I feel I was born at the wrong time. Looking back at history, there was never right time. Remember when my mama told me that I'm on my own. I never made a friend or I would leave when I made one. I gave up on life hundred million times. I'm fed up, saturated hope in my head. When I was born, imagine, so, 90s, Afghanistan was going through war. But I was like, okay, maybe, what if I was born 10 years before that? Still Afghanistan was going through war. So there wasn't really a, a right time to be born, I guess. Suleiman was born in Kabul, but grew up as a refugee in nearby Uzbekistan. When he was 17 years old, he returned to Afghanistan, only to flee again a few years later for his safety. The song is about waking up every day and some days waking up in different places and starting all over again and coming here, not having anything that you had back home. When I'm saying anything is anything and then you have to start all over again from the scratch, forget the band on your personal life. 
And that takes time. If I was asked that, would I repeat th that life that I had again? Yes. Was it perfect? No, not at all. But that makes you who you are. It just makes you who you are. It gives you some sort of like you know perspective, and it makes you realize that you're slightly different, maybe even a lot. Suleiman has dark eyes, black hair, and a thin frame. Today he's wearing skinny jeans, Converse, and a black leather jacket. A look he acquired hanging out with the punk kids in high school when he was a refugee in Uzbekistan. Suleiman says his friends introduced him to bands like Nirvana, The Sex Pistols, Metallica. Then in 2016, Suleiman got to meet the drummer of Metallica, Lars Ulrich, when Kabul Dreams starred in an indie film called Radio Dreams, about an Iranian DJ trying to get the two bands together to have a jam session. Okay. Hey. hey you guys hi. must be the band. I'm Lars. I'm Suleiman. Nice to meet you. Hey. I'm Lars. Hi. Nice to meet you. Hey. Sorry I'm a little late. It's, uh, Soon after filming Radio Dreams in San Francisco, Metallica invited Suleiman and his two bandmates, Sadiq and Rabi, to their concert and after party in Oakland. Things like that really gives you some sort of encouragement too. And it's really, it's really surreal. Like we are coming, just a couple of kids from Afghanistan, from Kabul. We still do remember when our first rehearsal room, how tiny it is. And now we're here in Oakland at Metallica's after party, you know, that's a great thing. That's like something that blows your mind. Suleiman and I head to the Guitar Center, a music store in Emeryville near Oakland. Suleiman walks past a huge wall lined with electric guitars. There's a guitar section over there, which is my favorite spot in the world, you know. And Suleiman traveled the world with Kabul Dreams before he came to the U.S., so he didn't ever have culture shock until he went to the Guitar Center. This was the culture shock for me. You know, like everything is just around you. Everything you think of is just right there in terms of amps and guitars and pedals. Suleiman says back in Afghanistan, he struggled to find just one guitar. A family member eventually brought a guitar over from Canada during a visit. They couldn't mail it over because there's no secure mailing system in Afghanistan. Back then, Kabul Dreams would only play private concerts. They would avoid public spaces so they wouldn't be targeted by extremists. Then one day, in early 2011, Suleiman's band decided to play at a street market in Kabul. A suicide bombing had happened there in the same location two weeks earlier. Suleiman wanted to give Afghan citizens hope by playing live music in the same market. Suleiman also wanted to share rock music with the street kids of Kabul, the kids who wash your windows and shine your shoes. He wanted to expose them to something different and new. The main reason of that show was um, to play for the kids on the street because they would never get a chance to go on our shows in Kabul if, because we don't publicly announce them because of the security measurements and then they have no idea who we are and what kind of music we play. And that's actually another introduction for them. I remember a couple of kids after the show came and like, what was that? And they're 
in a very confused like way. I couldn't tell if they liked or not, but they're like, I like what you did, but I don't know what, what you know what exactly was that. Suleiman wrote this song, Sedaya Man, or My Voice, in 2010, when he lived in Kabul. He says the song was an anthem to the dreams of democracy people had back then for Afghanistan. Especially back in 2010, what we were going through was that I think we need a song to really encourage youth in a way for, to be united. And that's what, what we felt. And that's actually the entire idea of having a band because I think it's more about the song is about uh, unity and really about teamwork in a sense. The band stayed united, but Afghanistan has seen better days. According to the United Nations, there has been over 63,000 civilian deaths in Afghanistan between 2009 and 2016 alone. Suleiman says the dream that the U.S. invasion would bring peace and democracy to Afghanistan has been shattered, at least for him. You know, we core and core trying to copy this democracy that U.S. or Western world like provides, you know, especially in Afghanistan, we preach about that. But if you really look at it, that uh, for me, outside of Bay Area, maybe when I like travel to different states, I'm experiencing the things, the, the thoughts that I had is slightly was wrong because... Because racism does still exist in America, especially now when it comes to immigrants from the Middle East and Afghanistan. For me, I thought those issues were already clear before I came, to be very honest. So that was a perspective that I thought, oh, they're still working on it. Suleiman says he's lucky. He doesn't deal with racism on a daily basis because he lives in a progressive community in the Bay Area. But the xenophobia is there. He sees it, especially when he tells people that even though he's in a rock and roll band, he's also a practicing Muslim. I can be a Muslim, but I can, I can play a rock and roll and I can be a doctor, engineer. That's something very spiritual between me and whatever I believe in. You don't really get to choose what I, I believe in. And I think the basic human rights and basic elements of life is very important. No matter what's your background is where you were coming from, you know, killing is wrong and stealing is wrong, lying is wrong. So why don't you live based on those things? Suleiman says he often has to explain Afghanistan's religions, culture, and geography to people in the West. Like, for example, that Afghanistan is not part of the Middle East. Almost on a daily basis, I have to tell people that I'm not from the Middle East and Afghanistan is not in the Middle East. It's in Central Asia, right between the border and Central and South Asia, to be precise. Not knowing that is okay. In the beginning, I would really get frustrated about it. But since I realized that, hold on, I don't know a lot of things about American history. So they have a right not to know about what I'm coming from as well. So it's a kind of a combination of, you know, them giving me some information and me giving them some information about my background. Suleiman's band Kabul Dreams recently released a new album called Megalomaniacs. Suleiman says the title of the album is a testament to our global political climate. He says megalomaniacs rule our countries today. It's happening in Afghanistan, in the U.S., in so many parts of the world. Suleiman says obsession with power leads to destruction of societies. 
sometimes to the point where people have to flee their own countries to be safe, becoming refugees and immigrants. It's a common story. It's Suleiman's story. It's Kabul Dream's story. And it's a story their band will share one song at a time. You're listening to West of Middle East. You can hear more episodes about changemakers from the Middle East diaspora at westofmiddleeast.org. If you like what you heard, rate us on iTunes. Our podcast is created by the Neda Nobari Foundation, a group supporting dynamic projects in pursuit of social justice. Caitlin Prest is our engineer. Music is composed by Loga Ramin Torkian and Azam Ali. Our reporter and producer is me, Shuka Kalantari. If you have suggestions for what you'd like to hear on season two of West of Middle East, or just want to share your thoughts about what you heard just now, email us at comments at westofmiddleeast.org. Thanks for listening.